a courier was in readiness to ride on and secure relays of horses. The emperor gave a sign that he was ready and followed the general. He was dressed in a green overcoat, azure blue trousers, and a round hat. He passed through the vestibule, still following the general, and entered the garden. Here his servants were waiting to take their leave of their master. His countenance at this moment was sublime from its calmness and serenity, the more so as his calmness and serenity was that of resignation. He thus arrived at the gate of the park where the carriage was waiting and instantly got in. The Grand Marshal Bertrand took his place beside him Opposite him sat the Duke of Rovigo, and opposite the Grand Marshal, General Becker. As soon as they were all seated, General Gorgo mounted the box, and at six in the evening, the carriage set off amidst profound silence. At the moment of placing his foot upon the step of the carriage, the general handed a letter to the courier, who immediately set off with it for Paris. The letter was directed to the Minister of War and was as follows. General Becker to the Minister of War, Malmaison, June 29th, five in the evening. My lord, I have the honor to inform you that the emperor is on the point of entering his carriage to accomplish his destiny. I shall take care to announce to your excellency the day of our arrival at Rochefort and shall not set out on my return to Paris till I have seen the emperor on board. Count Becker, the emperor traveled through Rambier. Some hours afterwards, I received orders to set off in the carriage with the imperial arms and travel by Saint. During the residence of the emperor at Malmaison, the Duke of Bassano used to bring him the letters from the sovereigns, as well as the book containing copies of his autograph correspondence and the portfolio in which he was accustomed to place papers, the contents of which were known to himself alone. Queen Hortense's devotedness to the emperor wasn't bounded. She offered him her diamonds and everything of value which she had at her disposal, and when he refused her offers, she made use of stratagem to compel him to accept them. There was never seen so complete a disregard of personal interest her affectionate soul could not comprehend that she could have any other wish than to give her father when in misfortune proofs of her filial love and duty on great occasions it is almost always women who have given the strongest proofs of virtue and devotion. The reason is that with men, good and bad qualities are in general the result of calculation, whilst in women they are impulses springing from the heart.